Welcome to Sports Sushi. Your chefs for tonight are Sports Plug Russ, serving up the spiciest sports takes of the week. Sterling Furrow, rolling the X's and O's into an analytical maki platter. And finally, the moderator who always keeps the sake flowing, DJ Slow Boogie. Now grab those chopsticks and get ready, because your order of Fresh and Raw Sports Sushi is up. What's happening? It's Wednesday. You already know what time it is. You already know what day it is. You already know what that means, man. It's another Wednesday, another sports yeah, sushi episode. God damn it. Motherfucking sushi. All right. I, you know, I have before we jump it up though, before you get into the rundown in the in the ad, I want to say this to everybody. If you ever get in trouble in Somali, just run. Because they ain't finna catch you. Because <laughs> it's slow than a bitch. Oh, shit. You thought I wasn't going to touch that? Oh, that bitch got walked. Well, she didn't really get walked because she never was in front. To... <laughs> she was running like Mr. Penguin. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Boogie. All, right. <laughs> All right, so... Oh, I've never seen someone that bad at competing that was like supposed to compete. That's probably the worst performance ever in sports. But go ahead. That's why it applies. That's why it applies in sports. It It was the worst performance ever in sports. It does. It really does. It does. All right. So let's get through the the rundown uh, real quick. Smalley is loading the whole dog. But go ahead. All right, let's get the rundown real quick. All right, for this show, man. Uh, but if if you tuned in, you know, always remember to like, si- like, hit the bell, subscribe. Uh, and no matter what uh, platform you tuned in on, um, I know we're on like Rumble, YouTube, Twitch, blah 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 blah, all that good shit there. Uh, but let's get the uh, good little show rundown going on real quick. You know, we got this day in sports. Uh, as always, uh, then we're going to get into a little bit of college football. We're going to talk about. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> she got rolling. She fucking right, Chris Rock. She, she did. Country full of slow black people. Who the fuck it? They are built for long distance. Oh, shit. Right. Niggas gonna take them a long time to get that long distance. But go ahead, bro. All right, look. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Roll, so, Peter Roll. Nigga, what they used to say when you used to oh, sanitize me. Yeah. Peter, Peter, Peter Roll. Peter Roll is bad, bro. That's just bad. That's what I'm in real life. I'm sorry. All right, yeah, let's go yeah. ahead. Let's, get, no, let's, let's, right. let's, let's power through this shit real quick. Uh, so we're going to be talking about a little bit of college football. We're going to talk about um, if NCAA was to drop, who deserves the 99? Caleb. Not named Caleb Williams Russell. Oh, my bad. I, I specifically well, Caleb get 100. Yeah, I specifically <laughs> put that in the, in the notes. Challenge yourself, Russell. Somebody I, saw, I saw and I said, I saw and I went. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said he did it on purpose. Caleb's yeah. gonna get 100 then. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're gonna also talk about the collapse of the uh, the Pac 12 and the uh, conference movement and shaking of uh, conference and the landscape in college football and how that would uh, shape the future. Also, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get into our usual bet stamp segment. Then we're gonna go ahead and get into the either or, if you see, I was doing the dance halfway. I couldn't see. Your, I couldn't see your fingers. 
somehow I feel like that's a, that's what she said, Joe. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I couldn't yeah, see you think it could probably so somewhere somewhere in America it applies. And then the final segment to excuse me, uh, pardon me. To take us home, we're gonna have Chris uh come in and lay down the math and the reasoning behind his first article that is being published on the Sports Sushi uh, website. So please be on the tune uh and look out for that later in the show. Um, and I can tell you right now, if you know Chris, you already know where this is going. So um, so please tune in and listen uh, so he can break down the madness, uh, the, uh, the the math behind the madness that uh, Chris always seems to seem to bring us. So uh, without any further ado, Chris, roll that beautiful bean footage from our beautiful sponsors at Batstamp. Good people. What's good, everybody? Today's podcast is brought to you by the good people at BetStamp, which is helping thousands of people win in sports betting for free. That's right. You heard me. Free. F-R-E-E. Free. All right. The same way travelers use Google Flights and Expedia to find the best prices, bettors now can use the same through the BetStamp app. When you place a bet, the odds are given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even though you're betting at the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts and the differences can be huge. You're talking thousands of dollars. But fortunately for you, the good people at BetStamp have your back, okay? So BetStamp allows you to easily line shop the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see the different odds that the game gives you, game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long term. On average, bet stamp users win an extra thousand dollars and over yearly just by line shopping. We can't tell you that this is a fucking game changer. What's good everybody today's podcast? Welcome back. Okay. All right, look, welcome back to the show again. You know, sports coach uh was it uh damn I fuck up best stamp but yeah man look remember it's the code sushi so you can use it whenever you sign up even if you forget so you can go back and sign up hey, you hit him with, i got sushi. you boogie just hit him with this real quick it's best step best step best step What's the name of the app? Code. Best app. And the name of the code is? Sushi. There you Damn. go. You know what I'm saying? Just remember. As All long right. as you remember, you can get them lines. All right. So, uh, but uh, let's go ahead and get to a little weekend recap here. Uh, so, one of the things I want to talk about, you know, uh, ESPN has recently gotten to their uh, layoffs. Before you get into something serious, I'm sorry. because it's, oh, it's nothing serious. It's funny. I like oh. it. Oh, I was just going to say. Future made a verse. Russell Wilson made a baby. Yeah, I wanted to get that on too. <laughs> she said, "Oh yeah, you gonna make you gonna make a song about it." Well, guess what? Another kid. Oh, I'm sorry, that's just funny as fuck to me. But go ahead, go but, ahead. All right, so look, um, things that happened over this weekend. You know, uh, Mark Jackson got laid off at ESPN, and you know, you know, like most most folks, you know, that that work at ESPN, you know, they get laid off. It happens, but. He got a job offer. That, yeah, he got a job offer that came through, man, and uh, you know, it was doing uh, it was 
play-by-play for you know the online website and i was like okay well you know what's the online website click the article it's for cam soda and if you don't know what cam soda is cam soda is an adult uh uh cam i'm about to get childish site. <laughs> and i was like what the fuck they want him to do they was like they want him to do play-by-play for, for, for cam for porn videos basically uh, you, know, you know, you used to call a jawbone. <laughs> yeah, used to call you a jawbone. <laughs> oh, I have never you. seen someone perform like this under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga shooting better than Steph Curry right now. We got <laughs> yo. Look, All right, but I mean, like, it can work. Think about it, Russ. Oh yeah, anything can work. Like, mama, bro, yes, mama, mama that goes that man. man. Look, pair him <laughs> up with, with Bill Walton, bro. No, no, yes. Mark Green. Mark Green, could you imagine that? I think it can work if you get like a Mark Jackson, a Mike Green, oh. and then you have, you know. Fuck it. Bring you know, Jeff Van Gundy in that bitch. No, no. Let him, let him complain. Let him complain. What happened to Bill Davis? He just no. laid on the back. <laughs> no, no, man. I think you got to have him off the wall comments from Bill Walton, too, dog. Like, throw, throw it down, big man. man. Yeah, throw it down, big man. Stroke the three. Throw it back, big girl. Throw it back, big I think it could work. It has some potential. So I see where Cam Soda is coming from. But the thing is, that motherfucker, I'll do it. They was trying to pay. Yeah, for a thousand dollars. I'll I'll be in that bitch. You know what? I got a backstory. They used to call him Horseman. (laughs) (laughs) Be having all these stats and shit. The stat lines. You know what I mean? You know they be talking to you know they be talking to niggas before the game, like the night before. I was I was talking to the night before about his game plan. He was just like, you know. You know, back in the day, nobody would run, run trains on me. And I wanted to show America why I am that man. Yo, you, know, you know, Monday, you know, Monday night football, they be like, they be like, some something, something wait for university. university, that nigga be like, home loan. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. All right. It's like barbecue chicken. Look, man, it's gonna be oh, some crazy ish. Like, I mean, I, look. Oh, they pull it off. I'll say this: I watched. Oh my god, I watched. Oh, oh for sure, I definitely for watched. Sure. Y'all need a team. Be... I got you. <laughs> this guy has the the most quick. I do that shit for hundred dollars. Hey, I do that shit for hundred dollars and a bottle of Jack, nigga. I'm not gonna lie to you. I tried to that shit. Sounds like it'd be fun. <laughs> he said we we started out slow tonight, but we had to turn it up in the fourth. <laughs> no, you could you imagine? Could you imagine a nigga that be who in the yeah. first half she had me? <laughs> yeah. She had me in the first half. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think she got me. Said, well, All right, man. Damn. The, the, the offense was coming on too strong. <laughs> Our defense had to step oh, up. <laughs>
Now that's what I call sweet chin music, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that's good shit. Friday stop. Oh shit. Go look. Oh my god. Look, hey man, look. <laughs> I'm gonna say this, Mark Jackson. If you listen to brother, look, hey. Hey, I got you. There's potential here. <laughs> okay. If y'all, get, if y'all can't get Mark Jackson, you can get me and Boogie for the low. We'll do that shit. Yeah, nigga. Not for the low. Shit. Probably I not mean, for the low, but yeah, not for the know, high. The medium. Yeah, we ain't going to charge a million. I mean, we'll split a meal, but you know. We will. If you got it, we'll split it. We'll, we'll split the meal. I mean, we'll shit. split it. And uh-huh. it'll be the greatest. It'll be the greatest fucking commentary ever. Pun intended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely intended. <laughs> We'll be the only fucking commentary. <laughs> we just show up with the little suits. Bro, <laughs> my man said Mark Jackson and Joe Rogan. Hey, we would be it of oh, the sport. What? That would become a sport. Could you, man? Uh, yeah. If I say, could you imagine too many times? I, just, let's just back to sports. Yeah, back to sports. All right, yeah, there's potential there, but back to sports. There's a lot of potential. Shit, it's full grown. We just need to attack. Yeah. Chris, I'm going for days. That, right. that shit damn near legal. Drum up some business. Oh, <laughs> oh, I got, I got one more. I got, I got, like, I got one more, or like a couple more. Let me. Get... All right. So this uh, another thing, another thing this weekend as we move forward. Malika, uh, Malika Andrews got the job as the ESPN Finals crew member. I, I, all the greatness in the world tour. I'm sure she'll find a way to ask some controversial question and make a nigga look bad. So we're waiting on that. Um, then we have, <laughs> um, like, um, I did watch the quarterback show. Uh, I don't know if y'all have caught that. I have watched it. Kirk Cousins, my God, my man. Like, I like Kirk Cousins now. Y'all talk shit about him. This man, he's the nicest guy on earth. And he be getting fucked. Oh, my man was at the end of the game. My man said, "Are, are you good?" He said, "No, I'm hurt." <laughs> he said, "He said what hurts?" He said, "All, all of this." Uh, no, I mean, so I've seen a a, a couple of clips of, uh, from the quarterback show, but I've heard the Johnny Manziel uh, mm. thing is actually very good. I heard five stars. Raven, yeah. I'm gonna start that tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start that tomorrow. I'm gonna get. I have to get on that uh, tomorrow yeah. at some point. But I heard great things. I did see the clip about. They was like he had zero minutes on the iPad, and then it went to John, and he was like zero minutes. <laughs> they call me Johnny Football, not Johnny Steady, bitch. I'm gonna <laughs> do one thing. Well, two things, but one. The other one I can't talk about on camera. So let's play football. Let me yeah, get man. to getting. So yes, oh man, I'm gonna be watching a lot um, of football this, this this weekend. So I'll be watching no, the hard knocks. Yeah, I'm gonna catch. I, up I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say, I was gonna get in the hard knocks. But before we get in the hard knocks, I was gonna give a shout out to my man Paul winning that fight. That, uh, Diaz, they put on the show. But I wanted to say this though: a, a little clip came out where, uh, let me read this correctly. Clarissa Shields, you could probably whoop my ass. So when I say this, don't come at me because you you the best woman's boxer in a very long time. But please, please leave Paul alone because that's a grown man. And you better stop because you keep talking, they're going to find someone in the alphabet game to come fight you. You know what I'm talking about? And it's going to be a man and you're going to be upset. I'm going to be real <laughs> with you. I'll be real with you, bro. I like my uh, – look, I put my money on, on, on Carissa Shields. But I like, like, no, you think you do. You think you do. Over, you over Jake Paul? You think you I do. I think so. I, I think – I think mm-hmm. I, I think she 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 get Jake Paul. 
I think she. No, no. I, I the question is not. Will you answer? You said you think she get him. But I, she's probably a way better box. Not probably. She a way better boxer than. Yeah. What's gonna happen when that hook hit that rib <laughs> or that or that temple? Because like the thing. The, the, <laughs> He, 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 gonna, he gonna be looking at it. He gonna be looking at him like, "Hi, Mick." Since she called out Thurman, <laughs> I'm gonna see her get into. She already signed a a multi year deal with a PFL, so I don't know. Um, and I, I know Jake is Man, up with PFL not, as well. I, I don't want to see any women in the ring with no grown ass fighting man. I'm sorry, I don't want to no, see that. She'll, she'll get Paul. Um, she'll get Paul. She no. Paul's no, All right. All right. He said, who got chin check right. more, Diaz or Anderson? Has, you know what? <laughs> hey, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, let me ask you this. You, let me ask you this. Do y'all think Bud Crawford could beat up Tyson Fury? No. No. Why not? This is the height differential. Okay. It's Moving the forward. Can I give him the Cowboys update before you get into or you want to get into the training camp? We can get into the training well, camp. No, wait, I was no. Well, okay, the thing about the Carissa Shields thing is this. This is what I want to say. Like, when we look at Jake Paul, you know, he is what he is. He's more or less a prize fighter. That's how I look at him. Carissa Shields has won championships. She is a champion, multi-championship yes. boxer. If we're talking about boxing, if we're talking about boxing, just the movement of the hands and everything, I got to give it to Carissa over Jake and I'm not even like second guessing nothing. I think it's just the this the they're both fighters, but yeah, there's a prize fighters where you know where you and, and you gotta look at the, are evil. the crop are of, evil. the crop of fighters that you know Jake Paul fought <laughs> it ain't oh he didn't touch it down see ghost I didn't yeah. even want to no, ghost I was already talking leave, about that. I wasn't I was gonna leave Tim Anderson alone. Yeah, no, well, no, we already brought that up. We, so we could definitely talk about that. He said, who got chin oh, checked? Oh, he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, he but talked about so the, the, the question was this, what Ghost presented was, who got chin checked the worst, Diaz or Anderson? I'm going to have to say Anderson because, well, okay. Oh, Anderson got knocked out. No, Anderson, Anderson, nah, Anderson got, got put knocked on, out. He got put on his, his no, posterior. That, 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 hey, Ramirez found the power that Earl Spence was looking for. Like, that shit... <laughs> My man, my man Tim Anderson got knocked into the Spider Verse, nigga. That nigga was, <laughs> forgot to mention. Hey, hey, you know, Anderson, Anderson stood over him, man, and he was, you know, he was postured, he was poised, he was throwing the moves, and then, yeah, Blind Fury, yeah. And he, hey, Ramirez said, "I've been in a fight before. Your yeah. your chin should be right about yeah. here, over here, right, <laughs> over here, wild hey, right." Tim Anderson. <laughs> Tim Anderson hit the Dave Chappelle. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you it happened to slow. Now Tim Anderson got knocked the fuck out. That was the, that was Anderson. the first. That was the. We haven't seen call. someone get. We haven't seen someone actually get hit with a punch like that since probably Nola Ryan beat old boys saying. ass. Like yeah, yeah like yeah. Now Tim Anderson got yeah he got beat up. He was in the car like what was that video old boy made when you get in the car after the fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm straight. And then the worst part about it, the worst part about it to me is after all this, and he deleted a tweet that said, I'm about to go to sleep for a little bit because people was retweeting that whole saying, <laughs> adding the video to that bitch. The worst part about it is, and you got suspended more games because you started the fight. Like, you took your glove off and tried to hit, well, you hit him like one and a half times. 
hit you one time. <laughs> That's it. That's all it took. One on that button. My man Tim Anderson's brain said, shut it down, everybody. <laughs> everybody right now, turn off the lights. Yeah, cut all this off. shit off. So we got to go. Everybody, we gotta everybody go. stand still. He might not see us. Tim Anderson. Yeah, bro. But yeah, yeah man, choose your battles, Tim. Mm. <laughs> mm. I mean, he was, you know, he was like, like again, that football video in the first half, you know, I thought he had him. And then Ramirez man. said, nah, man, I done been here before. I'm going to put you out. It was a... Uh... Fucking hilarious! It, it was definitely hilarious. It was unexpected. I did. I did. I was sitting there, you know, I'm watching the the thing, and I'm like, "Oh, they squaring up." And then I just seen the punch. I said, "Oh shit!" And then, like, mind you, like I didn't. Hey, I thank, seen the, I, I just seen the clip, like on you know, scrolling through Instagram and shit like that. Because I don't watch baseball, you know. So, <laughs> so I seen the clip on Instagram. I seen the clip on Instagram. I was like, I said, "Oh shit!" I said, "Oh." And then the first thing that I thought of, I said, I ain't seen no lick like that since uh, Nolan Ryan had old buddy in the headlock. All I got to say, all I got to say, Boogies, thank God for Montgomery because that nigga Tim had us looking weak after him. <laughs> yeah, he played with the White Sox. Uh, goes, yeah, man. Uh, the Montgomery shit talks. <laughs> you just had to, had, to, had to put this shit in there, didn't you, dog? Nigga, you could never yeah. go to old block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Montgomery <laughs> shit was wild, dog. All right, all right. Hey, uh, you, got, oh, you got motherfuckers out there. Bro, he got knocked RBG. the fuck out. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Yo. He got knocked the fuck out. That shit was it terrible. Was, it, it, it I was, mean, it was wonderful for us, but for him, it was terrible. I mean, he said, yeah, wonderful for us. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was just it's one of them. It's only entertainment. <laughs> it was just one of them wild punches that caught him, man, and he had to just sit it on down, dog. And that's. Hey, what? You said what? I was, just, I was gonna say when you said a wild punch, I said what the referee say. Defend yourself at all times. Yeah, <laughs> and you know all the rules. And I'm just sitting there, you know, and, and, and nobody tried to break it up. You know, it was like the uh no umpire just kind of was like, all right, man. Up. You know what I'm saying? Umpire said, I do not. He at first he came in, he was like, stop. Them niggas didn't stop. He was, I don't get paid more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I don't get paid enough to break this shit up. Yeah. I said, I'm gonna do my part. Hey, you guys, chill out. Stop. No, all right, fuck it. <laughs> sell it yourself. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yep. And then once old buddy fell down, he came over there. All right, man. Bro, Get your ass up. How about how about being one of Tim's teammates that had to walk him back to the dugout while he was talking shit like Ramirez and nigga, no, no, nigga, no, you've had enough. <laughs> like you at the bar. No, no, Tim, no. Go, let's go. Let's go, nigga. You've already we lost, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> we we lost, nigga. Let's go. Let's get back. I'll go some other like Cinco de Oh, Negro. fuck. Stop. All right. What's up with this? What's up? What's up with right. this hard knocks, man? All right. Uh, with the hard knocks. They should shit. rename. They should rename it Dick Ride. And I'm just going to get that out there. Are you talking about hard knocks? Nigga, I have never seen Mo. The hard, Nick, what the Jets? Aaron Rodgers must put in his contract. Treat me like a god. You got to treat me like one of them Game of Thrones niggas. Like, like everywhere I go, I want y'all tossing out green rose petals. You over there. Call me go. None of y'all can say Tom. Y'all got me fucked up. I'm Aaron Rodgers. It's gotta be wonderful to be him because they are on cock in New York. I and mean, what they happy dog. They ain't had a, a capable quarterback since what? Um, shit. I wouldn't even say Matt. Uh, Mark Sanchez. 
It's been well. Mar- no, actually, I won't do Mark Sanchez like that because he was capable enough to get them. They, they, they got to the playoffs, so like to, to not fuck up enough to get the AFC yeah, championships. You know but they, this is the first time they've had a superstar quarterback since Brett Favre went over there. And Brett Favre actually did a good job. He just yeah. um, he just got hurt. Yeah, and so shout out to Ghost. I won't shit on Brett Favre right now. So he just got hurt, but he actually did good with the Jets. But yeah, like now watching it, it was a good episode. Hey, it's yo, a party, yo, it's yo, a party, what is up? What is up? We shitting on the Jets and how they. Oh, see Sterling, did you watch Hard Knocks to see that cock riding? You know, I haven't. I haven't watched Hard Knocks yet. Oh, you gotta, you gotta nope. watch it. You gotta watch it. They are dick riding Aaron Rodgers. Like, of crazy. course they got to. No, this shit is ridiculous. I have seen like four people when they grab the mic. Everything said about Aaron Rodgers is a lie. The other dude, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers to go. I've never seen a pass like that. It's like, damn, is this the first fat ass bitch you've ever seen in your life, my nigga? Calm down. So you the only out your drawers, man. So go over there and sit down for a second. <laughs> right. The only thing I saw was a preview where uh, your boy uh, Zach Wilson threw that touchdown pass. He was like, "Oh, thanks, th- oh, thanks to Aaron Rodgers." That that's all I saw. I, I, <laughs> you know, I will say this. I will say this. He actually, his relationship with Aaron Rodgers, all jokes aside, came through as like, I think Jordan Love's gonna kick ass this year. The way that I hope he's so. interacting, no, the way that he's interacting with Zach Wilson makes me fully believe that Jordan Love is going to kick ass this year. Like, I really think he's gonna show. Like Lions, y'all better win some fucking games. Kirk Cousins, I got a whole newfound respect for Kirk Cousins after watching quarterback. I know, I know, I know. Vikings, your offensive line ought to be shame of themselves. Shame. shame. Um, hey, hold up, but I, you're a Jordan Love point though. So yeah. from what I heard, and this could not be true, but I heard that Aaron wasn't really coaching Jordan Love up like that. Oh. Yeah, and that's the that's the contrast. So you you guys know I do some stuff with Antoine Staley. He covers yeah. the Jets, and uh, you know he he be giving me some insight on what be going on up there. But yeah, dude, Aaron Rodgers is hasn't been that dude. Like last year in training camp, he didn't even want to work with the uh, the rookie wide receivers. I think, but I think that also goes with the fact that the saltiness that goes along with the Green Bay Packers and how they treat their quarterbacks. Sure. And then I think that also plays into the guy that replaces them. Like, I mm-hmm. think the, the Green Bay Packers, while they do – man, they some whole-ass niggas about the way they go about it. <laughs> but but I'm thinking that this shit may be a working form. You think so? This is Dallas Cowboys, like say we can separate off right when, it, right when I say it. But it's kind of like when you become a Dallas Cowboys running back. Normally – you do pretty good. Like it's like the position is pretty much something that happens really well. Wow. Well, both of you guys kind of uh left. No, we, we was uh we was uh waiting on you because you kind of yeah you yeah glitched out for a minute and it's doing it right now. Yeah. But yeah, that was good. Are we gonna talk about the cowboys some more? Cause I got I mean, some. I got some questions. I mean, I don't want. I don't want to disrupt the flow of the show. So, well, no, no, no. We're already. We already kind of took a a, a little uh, detour to the NFL. Oh well, shit, man, we we lost Russ, but um, we we're kind of here now, so we can talk about the uh, the Cowboys for a little bit. Uh, I know you want to talk about uh, Dak uh, and his uh, his pick <laughs> fest. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even gonna touch it. I wasn't Boogie, even gonna touch it. I'm trying even... to. I'm trying to see. If it's like, okay, is this narrative that we're seeing, or is he really playing that dog water in training camp? Like, I gotta know. 
I got. I'm gonna be honest with you, Sterling. I being in Texas, they 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 they. This happens at training. Okay, camp. okay, okay. Yeah, he does throw picks, and I'm not trying to you know take Russ's witchcraft, but you know Russ is is having some you know difficulties, and he'll be in, and he'll be able to give more of a uh, witchcraft. But he does throw picks, you know, in training camp, and you know he does tend to go on and have the seasons that he typically has, but. You guys kind of opened my eyes to some shit last time where you was talking about, you know, the narrative of, you know, they don't respect him and things like that. And, you know, yeah. kind of seeing it, you know, and it's like the media is starting to, you know, play into it, too, because you start to see the taglines. It's like, right, right. Throwing interceptions and then like where he went to Trayvon Diggs. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's in the headlines now. So it's no, like, you're right. So, so I don't no, go ahead. So I OK, so I opened up the Bleacher Report app. Uh, a couple days ago, mm-hmm. or was it? Yeah, today's Wednesday. Wednesday, so I think it was Monday. But the first headline in there was like, Dak Prescott throws three interceptions in training camp practice. Trayvon Diggs caught two of them. Yeah, yeah and you're right. just like every day. It's like yeah. something's coming out about Dak Prescott and him throwing picks. Now, look, if you're gonna throw picks, training camp's the place to do it. But I think, man, I don't know. It's like with the Bills, the whole Stefan Diggs thing. Like, they needed Stefan Diggs to come out in the media and be like, yo, like, last year was last year. Yeah, I was mad, but like, we good. We're going to get through it. Right. Like, what, where does that moment come where Dak can get the gain, the respect of the majority of his peers? I'm not saying he lost that respect, but when somebody, when somebody calls you a, a bitch ass nigga, like that's huge, and it you know what I'm saying like I felt disrespected for Dak. So, and I'm gonna say this. Okay, go ahead. And Dak has been in the league about what, like about eight eight years now. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven, eight. If he ain't got it now, when is it going to be? And what does you know? So, I'm starting to look at it now. Is like, you know, the years that you know prior to this is like you know. Well, we thought Dak was, you know, that guy. Uh, and, you know, obviously the leader in the locker room, you know, right, right. to kind of, you know, pivot and disrespect, you know, and be very disrespectful. There he is, Russ. Woo! All right. So let me go ahead and bring, bring you uh, a loop. So we, we're talking about Dak uh, in a training cap, Russ. Kind of a, uh, the, the Dak attack. Yeah. The continuation. Look at the face he just made, yeah. Boogie. Did you see the yeah, face he yeah, just I, made? I seen. I seen. You that's, see why that? I, that's why I said. So I, I, so I, I lose. I lose. I did not want to overstep one minute and y'all talking you, shit. You, see? Yeah. Look at Boogie. Yes. What niggas doing? You not around. I said this. All right. So what y'all on? What y'all on? So basically, we're just saying this. You know what? Sterling. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. I my I have a, a, a general honest question about that Prescott. So I was telling Boogie, I opened up the Bleacher Report app a couple days ago. The very first thing I saw in the app was Dak Prescott throws three interceptions in a training camp practice. Trayvon Diggs caught two of them. My question was, is this media narrative or is Dak just dog water in training camp practices like he's is is it what what is going on is it because he's got a new offense a couple new weapons he's trying to get you know maybe there's some miscommunication we didn't see the the context yeah, that's, of the, that's, that's that's one thing but you know i'm the honest cowboy fan no no so down. so like before before i threw shade so i used the analogy i said look like when stefan diggs was having the beef with the bills and josh allen like mm-hmm. we were saying well stefan diggs needs to come out 
in training camp and just put it all to bed. Like you were, he he said he was mad, whatever, but he's like everything's good now. And when you in lieu of the events that happened with that Prescott last week, when they called him a bitch ass nigga, I was like, <laughs> when does that Sorry. point come when Dak can get the respect of his peers? Because I think I mean, I'm gonna touch that. Yeah, yeah. So walk me through this. Like, and I'm okay, not so, trying to be a hater. And, I'm no, no, just no, no. curious. This, this is this is not even from the standpoint of like you're being a hater. Like I've sat back and listened to everybody's comments, and you know, I attack things. I try to be honest about it, especially with this team. And like mm-hmm. the first thing I see is we have to be honest about Dak Prescott. He has failed this team when it matters most. Does he suck at quarterback? No, he's a very good quarterback until you get to clutch moments in the playoffs. Sure. Or in very important games in the playoffs. And what I think this defense is doing is they're actually testing him because of the fact that he's failed them when it mattered most. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and y'all have all played. Y'all have played sports, and the people watching this have played sports. Yeah, yeah. You know you got to see if a guy going to break or break through. And right now this defense is trying to see, are you going to break or are we going to break through with you? And they're sending them a message with this. Like, cause, because as the season looms closer, like, you got to find out, like, okay, you done fucked up enough, bro. And in sports, I, more so than, like, sports, you got to take all that other bullshit. Oh, I don't feel good today. All that shit don't matter, bro. We have 60 minutes. Can you fucking perform? And on top of that, one of the things that Dak Prescott has a lot of trouble with is QB pressure. He's awesome. If you were to tell Dak Prescott you will be protected and no one's going to sack you and you get to get all your throws off, he would be as good as anybody else in the league, as as well as every other fucking quarterback. And so what this defense is doing is saying, hey, we got a guy that coached the LOB, who chased around Russell Wilson, called him probably names, probably told him he sucked. This type of aggressive defense that knows it's that good is good for a guy like that. Because honestly, when he got paid and the way the team was around him, he was kind of coddled. It was like, you're a quarterback. You can do no wrong. The best quarterbacks have a defense that are going to say, fuck you. Like, like I'm going to pick off the pass and throw it back at you. Like, your offensive lineman can try to fight me or whatever. But you need to get used to uh, defenses not thinking that you're A-Rod. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Defensive looking at you like, nah, you're just a man like us. And I think that the QB pressures, although I don't think you should ever hit your quarterback in practice, I do agree with the fact that they are coming after him because they as a defense, Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator, former head coach knows this quarterback needs to get used to people in his face and throwing with people in his face. And lastly, before I let y'all go in with y'all's last points, a lot of these throws that you see him throwing, look at the receivers he throw. Who's number 81? Who number 15? I don't see 88, three and 13 out there making a lot of these mistakes. When I see 88, three and 13 out there, they're catching balls. So I, I think that that along with it, and it's the Cowboys, you love or you hate the Cowboys. So it's going to be a pile on session. One more thing, though. Wait, if you're going to pull up, hold on one second, one second, one second. One more thing. If you're going to pull up to our training camp, though, shout out to Jay Tuck out oh. there on Twitter that, that uh, t- pays attention to a lot of the Cowboys training camp and the Cowboys news. I got to give him a shout out because those people like Shady McCoy and Acho who popped up and went to the front like 6'9", and was just kind of like, hey, we had Cowboys fan, took a couple pictures and that. Yeah, you didn't go in there like Ryan Clark and the pivot crew and go talk to some of the players. So when you happen to bring up, oh, I was at the training camp, I'd like y'all to show where y'all talk to some meaningful players because we got pictures of Dak dapping up RC 
and talking to them. So watch out for that too, because some of it is media. But that he he does need to clean it up with his practice, fellas. His yeah. practice. What Patrick mm. Ewing say? Is that your shot? I ain't never seen you shoot it in practice. So why you try it in the game? So if you're in practice and you know this Sterling, you know this boogie practice is where you're supposed to make your mistakes so that you right for sure. Now, I'm I'm not here to say, you know, Dak is a turnover machine by any means and stuff like that. But, you know, it just uh, because, you know, it's he like the, the whole <laughs> it's until, the whole until, until otherwise he is. <laughs> you can say that and fix that shit. I'm I, I, man, I'm really trying not to be a hater. Like, I really like I don't want to be a hater. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's I mean, it might I, be I, true. Say what you got to say, because it might be true. It, it might be. But like, man, I, I really. You you want Dak to be like I want Dak to be really good. I think when the Cowboys are a good team, the NFL is just better. I would love for the Cowboys to be the team that knocks off the Eagles and shut their ass up. I would love for that to be the Cowboys. We will. But when I look at Dak Prescott, it's like if if you're gonna get me, not saying I'm anything important, but if you're if you want me to back you, you gotta show some fucking dog. Like I need to see some 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 Alabama. I'm gonna hit you in the fucking head with a chair, kind of dog in you. You know what I'm saying? And I don't get that from Dak, and that's where I, I think, have the problem. Can I ask you a question as an yeah. outsider? We got that from Dak in his first couple years, though. But you got that from no Dak. Though, right? No, no, no. But I'm saying. But the thing is that the reason why you lose the dog is because things start to get too easy for you. Like this defense is is turning up the heat to, because they, they everybody knows mm-hmm. like everybody knows we could talk all the shit we want about Dak Prescott sure. but everybody knows option play goal line he gonna put his head down and run through a motherfucking wall you know what I'm saying like but but you gotta bring that shit back out of him and the only way in sports to bring that shit out of someone is to see if they're gonna break a motherfucking okay. breakthrough. Boogie. Hey Zach Martin, please. Can you can nah you, nah I can't say I'll say something. Can something you something. Boogie? Can you pull up and read that that one from uh from Ghost? Cause he makes a really good point in the chat about Dak Prescott that that we need to put on the show. Okay, so he says uh make a break of for my guy Dak. He needs to go back uh to the game manager he was when he came in, know your game. Okay, how's that hit you? How's that hit you? So, okay, so I say this to Ghost because these two things can be right at at the same time. So Ghost is right in the sense of he needs to be more of a he needs to be more of a game manager type, and he needs to be a guy that takes care of the ball because I don't believe you. I don't when I hear game manager, I don't hear the gross. No, I don't do that. I hear a guy that doesn't turn the fucking ball over and he don't cost you a game. But but he's not going to take you over the top. And that's why I think the difference is with Dak is Dak just needs to like slim down the turn, slim, mm-hmm. lower the turnovers, get less turnovers and be smarter with the ball. Y'all know me because last season I screamed at the most. So this season is going to be a very telltale sign if I'm right or wrong about Dak. Cause I do not like Kellen Moore and how he called the offense. Okay. I that's don't. fair. That's a, that's and fair. So I, and, 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 Everybody wants to throw these stats out. And if you notice, the media only is using the stats and how we were this, 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 and this and ranking and all our offense and shit. But they don't talk about how we how we would go out on a goal line and go five wide and throw a screen and some bad shit happen. Or we would come out there and do some dumb fucking play call while you're running four hook routes in a post. Like some weird shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Some just like even you had stories of Amari Cooper saying like, come on, Dak, let's not run another fucking in route, bro. Let's not run another dig, bro. Just send me deep. I will chop this motherfucker and I will score. And so I think that 
the fact that everybody's talking about Mike McCarthy, like he going to play like Bill Parcells is insane because his track record, like the, uh, one of the, like I've read, I'll just say like I've read and heard 22 years of information is not a fucking lie. Mike, Mike McCarthy is not finna go out here and make Dak play like Trent Dilfer, bro. He's not finna hand the ball off in three yards of cloud of dust. What he's going to do is when it's two minutes left in the game, which Kellen Moore, we'll see if he learned that, learned this when he's coaching, when he's coaching with the Chargers. When there's two minutes, three minutes left in the game, run the fucking ball. Don't try to throw the ball because you have a good quarterback. Run it, bleed the clock, and let's get out of here with a fucking dub because a lot of the Cowboys' problems were we threw the ball when you didn't have to. We tried to make plays where you didn't right. have to make plays. And all that's pressing is coming from what I believe to be an offensive coordinator that one is trying to get a head coaching job, no shade to you because you made us put up numbers, but you're trying to get head coaching job. You're trying to raise your pay and you're trying to put an emphasis on what you think the NFL wants to see. And that's let me not let me try to win a game, but let me try to win a game in a manner that's aesthetically pleasing to the NFL, because then I'll be shot up to the first ranks of coaching. And that's, what's going to happen because when Brandon Staley fucks up this year, he's going to become the coach. So, okay, so in 2021, Dak Prescott probably had his best season statistically. Uh, and, and, you know, he was 11 and 5 that season, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. You know, one of the stats that, that really pop out was the air yards per attempt, which was eight yards. Last season, he had a 6.7, which was one of the lowest in the league. Uh, those Those kind of numbers need to improve. But, uh, I mean, if you guys could – it just sounds like – I mean, it goes back to what Ghost was saying. Like, can can y'all get back to the run game and, and then let Dak play off of that? Because that's the thing. And now yeah. you got a new offensive coordinator, so maybe that is the case. I think it um, really is. Yeah. And real quick before we leave, the, the Dallas Cowboys, my boy Mozzie, he's hurt, man. Hey, he's going to be back. Yeah. Okay. Good. They, did the MRI come back and they say how? I, they say how long yet? I don't even need to check. A, a motherfucker like that gonna be bad. That dude, you, you gonna love Mozzie. No, watching you him. No, watching him in training camp, I was like, yeah, I have no. He, like, we might have drafted the next Indomitian too. He be straight murking dudes and don't. No, care. really. Not like he, I know. He I know does it's not like, care. He doesn't well, care. That was the, the one guy that uh, they had the quote where. Uh, was like I don't even like football. Like yes, yes. like yeah. That's him. That's him. That's people And then when he plays, you see that's when when you said he's hurt, he'll be back. Yeah. And when he get back, he'll do his job. Right. He'll pay. And and oh, no, let me say this before we get off the Cowboys. This is the one time y'all will hear me say something that's in favor of management. So get it on clip, get it on wax, whatever. I do actually. I agree with the Joneses, Zach Martin. You are the best guard in the league and you do deserve a high contract but when you signed they signed you to a contract that was to make you the highest paid in the league and i think that it's kind of fucked up that right now you want to go out with two years left on it because everybody that signs to be the highest paid in the league that's just done like two months later when the next guy signs so is zach martin underpaid yeah but that's kind of your agent's fault for having you sign a contract linked to the link that you signed it no, you know, you know. I, okay, yeah, go ahead. We're, we're, go ahead, yeah, Boogie. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're going to revisit that one because uh, yeah, shit, we we ain't even do this day in sports. It's already like forty five minutes into the show. <laughs> so yeah, we we really been, been 
Good talking. It's a quick it's a quick one though, you know what I'm saying? So no, whenever you're ready, good. I can pop that off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so on this day in sports, on this day in sports in 1992, the original what's up, Chris? <coughs> Scared the shit out of me, just popped up like the fucking Grim Reaper. Boo, nigga. Um like, you can't what? say that though. <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, uh, in nineteen ninety-two, the original US Dream team wins the basketball gold in Barcelona, one seventeen to one eighty-five over Croatia. Features, you know, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson with the, all the stories. Passes like, yee! Like, like uh, the practices was crazy. Scottie Pippen, Larry Bird, Charles Barkley, and Patrick Ewing, of course, Carl mm-hmm. Malone as well, even though he's a horrible human being. The significance of On This Day in Sports and why I brought this up is because the FIBA basketball exhibitions have begun. USA smashed Puerto Rico, I believe, either yesterday or earlier today. And they play Luca, skinny Luca, who's in shape, Saturday at 3.30 on Fox. I looked it up. You can catch most of these games on Fox, so pay attention. Look it up because this is USA's team of the future, whether you like it or not, and we got to watch them ball. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get to the NCAA football. Ah, yes. All right. So uh, we are roughly roughly two weeks away from uh, full-fledged NCAA football. So I know – I'm fucking happy. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, even though we're two weeks away. Oh, I can't. I got to get to the front of the hat. Oklahoma, boom, sooner. Ah, like, nah, college football is the best shit in the motherfucking world. Even Y'all though we're two weeks away. Step, I got you. Even though we're two weeks away from uh, the actual football. Sex we're, roughly, we're roughly a year away from the NCAA release. But if it were to come out this season, we're going to go ahead and give a quick discussion of who deserves the 99 coming in. Caleb. And no, no, We already know. We already know. Well, you we know, already for know. The, for the sake of the segment, for the sake of this segment, Caleb got 100 because he's better than all these niggas. Y'all all right, fair. Okay. All right, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> one player, one player, who gets I the 99? I had a couple, man. You, go, no, I had a, I, see, I, I like, cause I had a couple, cause I was like, man, they was gonna think I was just gonna be like, all right, Marvin Harrison. No, no, you yeah. okay? Yeah, you get yeah. one. Yeah, I'm gonna go, one. and I like that pick, by the way. And he's a, a validated for real ninety nine, probably the best wide receiver we've seen out of college in the last three, four, five years, right? Since um, the guy that got drafted for the Seahawks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like since right. Jackson get the jig book, or then Jamar Chase, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. is better than all of them, right? Like yeah. he's, the he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be better than Justin Jefferson. Um, but I Ooh. will go with Brock Bowers. Ooh, nice Brock one. That was the second guy on Bowers. Tight end Georgia. Boogie oh, likes that one. Boogie likes that one. I was like, oh, like how can I not not pick him ninety-nine? Like, bro, he's he's he would definitely have the white blinky Boy. thingy under him. Yeah, he definitely would be an impact player. Yes, impact player. Yeah, yeah impact, the white blinky thing. The white yeah. blinky thing. God. Yeah, yeah Brock Bowers would be my guy. Reggie Tom. Reggie okay, so Tom. I got a question for you guys. Like, yes, we are excited about it. But here's the question, though. Are we really putting our faith and trust in EA to put out a good product? Short do we answer, trust them to yes. do this? Do we Short trust answer, them to do this? Yes. yes. As a college, <laughs> as a college, as an NCAA player, because I was a person that played that over Madden all day, mm-hmm. every day. It was a better game to me. But I also, I also would say, like, man, Madden is is bad because of us. 
it's not bad because they suck. It's bad because the community goes in and tries their very best to break the game every single. Fu- no, I've seen it. Bro. Hold on. Like, like no, 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 no. Madden has its problems, but even after playing the twenty four beta and seeing the improvements and watching how people talk about it, it's like, bro, can y'all name me a perfect game? Because I, 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 like, I Russ, Madden has Russ, this issue. Russ, you know I and, love and, you, dog. You know I love you, right? You know you my nigga every day of the week. <laughs> But fuck you on this. Shut your ass up. <laughs> bro, I'm sorry. I love sorry, you to death, bro. nigga. No, no, I will no, I will no. fight for you. I will I will ride for no, no, you. No, no, no. This is wrong. But no, 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 no. This no, this is not this is not speaking like so. I don't want this to turn into does Russell think Madden is a perfect game? Yeah, nigga, he's crazy. No, it's not. The thing, the point I'm making is the fact that like can when you say can we trust EA to make a good college game? Yes. Okay. Like yes, All we right. can. So like in the reason, but no, the reason being is because they Madden has its glitches and is horrible. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. For sure. But let, but I, I just to be completely honest, guys, when niggas was complaining about 2K, NBA Live came out. That shit was fucking trash, bro. It was Absolutely. fucking trash. It was okay. trash. So, so all these, <laughs> all these motherfuckers out here talking about like, whoa, yeah, man, let's like, Ghost, I agree. Let 2K put on the field, but fuck, bro, man, Madden on PS2 was better than fucking 2K, bro. And niggas that tell you it wasn't is fucking lying, bro. They're lying because that's the reason why Madden won the war in 2004 and was able to get Michael Vick on the cover and cut everybody out because it was better. It has its flaws. Fuck. Sure. You want to hear something crazy? Hold, hold, hold let you go? We got we to let Boogie go because I want to know what Boogie thinks about it. Okay. This is what I – and this is my, my, my God honest opinion. And this is what I really think. And and, and I know I've, I've, I've came on here and I've said – pause. I know I, I came on the show, pause again, and <laughs> – it said a program is right, a bunch right, of negative right. shit about Madden, but the reality is that I'm, I'm because of my nephew, I'm probably going to end up having to buy the game, and my expectations are shit low. I do not think it's going to be that big of an upgrade. I don't think it's going to be that big of an improvement. I just think it's going to be the kind of more or less the same stuff that we've been kind of getting. Um, I know the beta played a lot better, but the one last year played a lot better, and they updated once, and then a lot of bad shit start happening. I'm hoping for the best, but I'm not expecting it. But you, I think, I think when we look at it though, because like you have to look, I, I separate them because you're right, Boogie. Like I got separate them. Like when I really okay. play this, I try not to be like I'm not like super pro mad, and I'm just I just want to Madden's out. I just want to play fuck, good fucking game. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like. And to those who say that 2K5 was a better game, you're fucking lying, bro, because, like, I played both of them. I had both of them on the PS2 or whatever the fuck we was playing on the, back then, Xbox, <laughs> PS2. I had fucking both of them, bro. Like, no, like, real talk. 2K5 bro, I mean, was I said still, it, though. 2K5 no, 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 it was. It was, was, but it was not better than fucking Madden. Like, like, niggas need to chill out like they don't remember 2003. Like, NCAA 2003 was one of the best fucking football games you ever played with your mind. With Joey Harrington on the cover, one of the best football games you ever played. The man that came out with uh, Cole Pepper on the cover, one of the best fucking was, football uh, games ever played. Oh, 2002. Oh, 2003, Marshall Falk on the two, 2005 was, was the yeah. 2005 was the first time. You, and you know what? Niggas that was mad the, at the introduction it. of but the hit stick. Yeah. But peep, but peep this. This is why I say it is our fault. You know why people started switching to 2K5? Because that was the first time in man's history they said, we are going to give the defense as much as a free lane 
as we're giving the offense. And motherfuckers didn't like it because half these dudes out there playing the game want to say hut and play pitch and catch, and they don't want to think. And so when you look at the way the game is played and you look at what, like, look, dudes are complaining about play recognition in the game, bro. Like, they have put play recognition in the game. So if you run a stretch play, every motherfucking play, like, the, the defense is going to say, fuck that, we're going to attack it. And I actually test this out. That shit works. And it makes the game so much more fun to play because you shouldn't have to worry about a dude running the same fucking play every over and over time. just because you don't know the other defensive play that's in this checkerboard of plays that you have to pick that stops that one individual play. You could just call the play that you're supposed to play and have them play the proper gaps. And so I think that's the biggest thing because a lot of these dudes that play Madden aren't really people that watch football or are that good at football. They're just looking for a way to just throw the ball in between to these gaps the and, game. and exploit the game. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the fact that they're doing things and at least trying to fix it, I'm going to see how well it plays as a fine-tuned game when they're done with it. But I'm not going to get mad at Madden because someone's able to break four tackles and beat me because I'm able to shake two or three people and beat them. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm that's looking fine. At it. But don't and you for think the first that, time, like, they had so many years to, like, kind of correct this stuff? And how can the they? If they how how can how can they correct it if they have no comp? I don't agree with them oh, not no, being I'll, another I'll football so, game. Some, but I'm saying, how can they if they if they don't have? No I, I got an answer for you. So for for someone who who works in the IT world, it comes back to your programming. Like, how good are you writing your software? And, and you you gotta your code. Like, it has to be. You have to. It's like. Early, I would say early in the game when EA was like about that life, like they were putting out good shit. Yeah. And then along the way, they just kind of got lax. Can I say this too? Can I say this? Yeah, too? go for it. Because I, I I brought this up to a point of like, damn, Russell, you're a fucking nerd. And I'm like, I know I am, so just deal with it. But we are also looking at the evolution of video gaming, bro. Like we are me, you, Boogie. We we're the kids, bro. Sure. They used to they used to make this game, and if we said something was wrong with it in a form or however you got on the line back in the day, like it didn't fucking matter. It's a fucking video game. Nowadays we're grown, like, and the we're still playing it, and kids underneath us are playing it, and so I think Madden is just having an issue with dude, like. Y'all's generation, y'all wanted the glitch. Y'all wanted the nano blitz. That's how y'all played. It, it, like, there is never, ever in the history of esports video games has there been a perfect sports game. There have been sports games that we all have liked more than the others. Like, give me 2K10 over all of them. Why? Because I liked it more and I was good at that one. But is, was it perfect? By no means. No, by no, no means was it perfect. You know what I'm saying? We, so, like, I know I don't expect a perfect product, but I do expect. Ryan Moody does. I, Ryan Moody. <laughs> but you know what? I'm glad he calls him out because it's like. No, he's needed, that, but some of his shit needed. is like, bro, that's not going to be Yeah, some, some like of he, it, but he got cool react, and react, he just, yeah. kind of just goes, you know. But, like, when you look at, like, you know, a lot of software and induction of AI. and I mean, like, technology hasn't stopped progressing, right? And so when you are a billion-dollar franchise, I would say Madden is. You should Not have yet. the resources to produce great writing in terms of you, your coding. That's the problem so I, I have with so, them. But I ask you this question. Sure, go ahead. When is when can we when can we give them forgiveness for ignorance? 
Um, for they've been taking my money since 1989. No, 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 no. But no, fuck I'm that. Saying, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so me, so me, you, Boogie, a plethora of us have said the same thing about Madden, but nobody thinks about the other side that likes this shit. Like who likes so, it? Sh- so, okay. Shout out to CPG. You know we got leagues, and uh, they'll be coming out the weekend of Madden coming out. There will be a tournament that y'all can play. You know, hit me up on social media. That's uh Big Thirty the Truth on IG. I'll fuck with you and I'll uh, go ahead and see the information. But with that being said, so um, the reason why I did bring up CPG is because in this league, we have people that play this game. And I'm going to tell y'all, I I don't give a fuck about what someone tells me. I'm telling you about actions. Guys like this. For sure. They it's like, the only thing we got to like, play. No, no, no. No, I'm saying, but they like the ability to get on the sticks and be like, hey, instead of me having to think and react and do things like on the video game, I can just have a script of plays that I know are going to work because all these plays are broken. So like, okay. so like you have a whole world of people that like that to be the part of the game. And they believe that's the game. That's the way video games should be played. I believe that I should be able to find out what beats the game. And then once I find out, I should use that to beat you. And that's the way video games are played. And then, you, but, and then you have the other side of us that are like, that's the way video games are played. If you're playing street fighter or mortal Kombat. We want to we want a sports game, you know what I'm saying? With this involved, and so I think EA Sports has had to deal with the fact that both these sides are feuding, but the ones that like the bullshit are pushing. We're pushing EA forward for the longest, and we just now got our voice as far as people that want a more realistic game, a better playing game. They should have had play recognition in the game five, five, six, seven years ago, but they should have, but, but you know what? It took them literally 15 years to develop, or maybe not 15, like like a decade to develop nanotechnology to, to devise how they would catch a nano blizzard. You know what I'm saying? Like it took them, I remember I, well, one second, but I, cause I tell you, I've been playing man since it was on Sega. So I remember it took them 10 years and I'm talking like from 2000, like 2001 to like, probably 2011 for them to stop letting corner routes get open every single time you run them. Like on Madden, you used to be able to call two verts and two corner routes and that shit would get open every fucking time. Yep. I it doesn't matter what the defense did. I, I can even say uh, before we move on that, uh, yeah, that, that shit definitely worked because I spammed uh, the, the two uh, short outs and uh, corner routes. Uh, it was an ace. Uh, it was a double, uh, double ace formation where uh, they would do two outs and two corners, and every single time the corner routes will be open. But uh, all right. But uh, look. So let's go ahead. Uh, we still got a, a little bit more of a show to get through, and uh, we we're racing against the clock. So a lot of conference movements happened this week here, uh, and Pac-12 has been decimated by these moves. Other conferences are uh, futures are you know kind of you know who the fuck are we gonna get. We're going to bring over is that in the third, but uh, let's get into the Pac-12 and uh, the effects of the conference shakeup. I know uh, Colorado has taken they uh, they talents to the Big 12 back to the back back to the Big 12, yes indeed, uh, which they needed uh, some some big names in there uh, since UT and OU have left for the SEC. I cannot wait, I cannot wait for that. That's going to be fucking fireworks. Oh my Great. god. AM, OU, and UT. That was the best thing about Big 12. It's the best thing about Big 12. Wait, no, no, I'm just saying. Wait, 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 wait. That Maroon team, please do not mention it. 
Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> A&M. <laughs> OU. He hates it. I know, but I love it. Because they trash, bro. Okay, you don't know why I hate them. And I'll say this. And this this is one reason why A&M, A&M people can never say nothing to an Oklahoma fan. 77-0, the year 2003. Look it up. And we should have right. put 100 on you motherfuckers. But we started right. kneeling the ball because you couldn't tackle. A&M's trash <laughs> as fuck, bro. Stop playing with me. All right, so Pac- Aggies. So let's get more of the Pac-12 and the moves that happened in the Pac-12. What do you guys think uh, and how this is going to impact the landscape of college football? What you got, Sterling? Well, um, boy, it was it was uh, a slew of bad deals for the Pac-12. Um, they When Apple is talking about giving you a subscription for $23 million per team, like <sighs> – I mean, you know, you got the Big Ten teams making 40 mil per, right? Like, that's a lot of bread for for just TV revenue. So what happened was, I mean, I don't know if you guys know the whole story, but it was years ago, a few years ago, where, you know, we saw like some of the, like the SEC network, you saw the Big Ten kind of brokering a deal, uh, the new TV deal with the Big Ten. The Big Ten network kind of started this whole thing. You know, they're paying their, their guy, their their schools more. Well, they the Pac-12 took a bet on themselves, and they say, you know what, we because of USC and UCLA and all this stuff, we're gonna we're gonna take a bet on ourselves, and, and we're just kind of kind of do this little network thing. Well, it didn't pan out, so they had two consecutive failed deals, right? And now, not only that, you see the the collaboration of the Big Ten and the SEC kind of gobbling up schools, and and having these five power conferences. Well, the Pac-12. Nobody really cares outside of USC, like or in Oregon. May sometimes, sometimes Oregon, they really fucked up the deal. So now, Apple's like being the fucking greedy motherfuckers they are. They're like, well, we'll give you twenty three million. How does that sound? And the motherfuckers was like, huh? And USC, right? And UCLA last year, they were like, yeah, we out of here. And then Oregon and Washington are like, yeah, we going to the Big Ten too. So fuck all y'all. And now you fuck. Now you now that twenty three million that Apple was gonna give you, you ain't got shit to show for. And when Deion Sanders is flexing on y'all, talking about yeah, we leaving. They left right. And then you got the damn the Oregon coach will talk about. Well, they haven't won anything, nigga. You ain't won shit either. Like what the fuck is you saying, bro? But but. but no, like no, you're 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 a hundred percent correct in everything, but I I'm gonna sound like an asshole because I read it out. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Like, are you gonna go oh you gonna go OG old head traditionalist or are you gonna be like I wanna I want I wanna know what, what, what side of the spectrum you're on on this? I was just like who gives a fuck about the the Pac twelve? <laughs> in in complete honesty, if Oregon if Oregon didn't rock Nikes and USC right. didn't have and USC didn't have Reggie Bush in 2006. Who the fuck would give a Who goddamn are about you? the Pac-12? Nobody cares, Name me, bro. name me, name me anybody from the Pac-12 that you really give a fuck about that graduated after the year 2010. Ooh. With the NFL, Andrew Luck. Maybe a Bosa. Uh, no, they went he, to Ohio State. They that nigga didn't even play a full yeah. career. And he Never mind, my bad. Yeah, no, 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 no. What's his name? He was he was before two thousand ten, wasn't he? Who yeah. look? Look, when he before two thousand ten? I don't know. It sounds about right, Boogie. I mean, it's shit. 
I mean, it leads into the either or which it, which guy sure, came out. But sure, it's Tyron Smith. But with that being said, though, no one gives a fuck about the Pac-12. Let them nope. motherfuckers die in peace. Um, I do believe that this is going to make college football help college football become what it needs to become, which is like semi-pro. Like I think that like we we got we have it set up now. It's not necessarily going to be. Do I need to play in the SEC or do I need to play in the Big Ten? It's going to necessarily be. Um, Ron, oh, St. Brown. Brown. That's one. Oh, well, Would Chris McCaffrey uh, count as well? Chris McCaffrey, yeah. Yeah, he'll yeah. count as well. All so, right, all right. I mean, they, all got, right. they got a handful of a people. Couple, they, a yeah. couple. Okay, okay. Let me, let me put this way. Let me put this way. I was hoping y'all name some guys because they got some guys. Okay, so the players are good. Conference trash. Yeah, uh, it is trash. What do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, it, I would really rather is. see. I would. I would rather see those guys go to the Big Twin, Big Ten, and it would improve recruiting for a lot of those schools. And a lot of things. A lot of people don't think. I. I don't think a lot of people. Ooh, that was all over the place. I don't think a lot of people are looking at this from the basketball standpoint because now the Big Ten is by far the best basketball conference that you could put together. But we're talking I, about football right now. Man, I. I don't know, man. That's. Mm, I mean, think I'm about a, it. Well, okay. I know you're a Big Ten fan because of Indiana, right? Um. Yeah, I mean, Oregon doesn't offer you anything. UCLA does. Wait Um, a minute. Think about what. Think about that though. Oregon is is Nike U, and they they have they've always had Dylan Brooks, Bobo. Um, I'm missing some guys. I'm sorry, but they have had a they have a quality basketball teams. But what I'm saying is when you bring up the UCLA, UCLA is a basketball school. It's not sure. a football school. But right. we're talking about football. So but like it's a it's a basketball school. So I just want to say we'll get into that when football season starts. But I was gonna my my main point is no one gets a fuck about the Pac twelve. Yeah like, no I think the Pac twelve like I think no, it's like, over. It's over every time every time we talked about the playoff we all wished the Pac-12 was not in the Power Five because you niggas is taking a spot. Unless it's USC, Stick a super fork cold, these niggas. bro. Unless it's USC that's super cold, no other team in the Pac-12 can get it done ever, nigga, of all times. Name that's one, the please. fucking truth. That like, is the unless truth. it's USC, none of y'all can get it done. Y'all are taking up space in college football. You have a space that a. Uh, that a uh, a Michigan team could take if maybe they lost the game to Ohio State or a good team like if Oklahoma Texas plays and Texas loses because you know we beat them niggas except last year we ain't gonna talk about last year because it's only one year but if Oklahoma and Texas play and one of them teams lose I don't want one of those teams to lose a spot in the playoff because a Pac-12 team needs to go fuck the Pac-12 fuck them I feel like oh Oklahoma should have went to the SEC Oklahoma did Oklahoma did go to the SEC. Yeah. Oklahoma okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A M U T and Oklahoma. Okay. Good. Good. Boogie, good. They do yeah. not count. Stop so, talking about them. Yeah, they're they're all there. <laughs> they're yeah. Yeah. Uh, are they are they keeping the uh, Red right. River rivalry? Yeah, we we have yeah. keeping that. Yeah. Okay. Good. No, they they good, they, good. They, for, they 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 forced A and M back into their rivalry. Yeah. With the, uh, with UT, okay. Good. Well, UT, yeah, UT go. UT gonna bend them the fuck over, and I yes. cannot. It's wait. not Michigan. That shit is gonna be. Huh? It ain't Michigan, Ohio State, but it's it's good. What, it's what not is, Michigan, Ohio State, but it's still what a good is rivalry. What is it? The uh, UT, ranking of the Oklahoma after and after after this year because I'm tired of this because after the our games are closer. Oh, Our games are more here competitive. <laughs> in the past, in the past couple of years, we have had well 
Texas, you got to do your part more. No, 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 no. Stop it, Oklahoma Russ. Oklahoma versus Texas is a way more exciting rivalry than Ohio State. Ohio State and that shit. Y'all get that shit. Are you serious? Okay, in the so. past 15 years? <laughs> yes. In the, past, in the past 15 years, y'all tell me that Ohio State versus Michigan has been better than Oklahoma versus, it's versus still, Texas. You're crazy. Oh, even it's still it Michigan planet. lost like six years in a row. I know, every I'm aware. other year. I, I, every, trust I, well, I'm just saying, I'm not shitting on your squad, but I'm just no, saying yeah. every other year. Last year, Oklahoma lost 49 to zero. And the year before that, we won on a last second uh, <laughs> run, a last second run play to win the game. And the year before that, I believe yeah. Texas won that bitch. Bro, like it goes back and forth. It's every a great year. rivalry. Every game is close. It is a this. great rivalry, Peep but it's not Peep Michigan or Ohio State. It's better, bro. The only reason okay. it's not better is because the, the only reason it's not better is because the media don't want to let that shit go. But now that the now that the Oklahoma and Texas and the SEC in the next two years, it will be held as the greatest rivalry in football because okay. it is always close. How, the players that play and how play much the hardest they've ever that? played. I used to think. That how much it, we betting on that? Because I, I would love to take your money or, or whatever you're going to I don't know me. how we come to a conclusion on yeah. it, but I'm try, that's what I'm trying to say. I'll admit it. I just don't know how we come to a winner or loser. But I can guarantee you, I'm not going to let – I'm sorry. I'm not going to let no teams from the mid-fucking West Said they play better football games than two teams well, from fucking they do. Texas. Baseball. Unfortunately, no, I'm they don't. This. I'm gonna say no, this. they don't. Go ahead, Boogie. Even... I'm gonna say this about the about the rivalry, just solely about the, the the four teams we're talking about here. I growing up in Texas used to believe that the biggest rivalry in Texas was UT versus A and M until I got to college, and then it became UT versus OU. Until I seen a special on Showtime. It was on premium, which I stole cable. I don't know what premium channel it was on, but I remember watching it and it was called the big game. And it was yes. a highlight of the rivalry between o, o, uh, uh, Ohio State and Michigan. And from that point on, I said, this is the most historic blue blood Biggest rivalry because it, it goes. Look at this face. Look at this face. Russ, because listen. Just listen I've, seen the, I've seen the fucking show you're talking I know, about. I know. It's great. It's great. It just is. It's okay. No, 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 but peep this, y'all. But, yo, peep this. Like 40 right, years ago, ahead. like France and Germany was the greatest rivalry in soccer or was the greatest rivalry in the world. Things change, my nigga. But know, that one know. hasn't it, changed. I do not care about what <laughs> Bo Schimbeckler and my homie on Look, NBA. You NBA know the names. Game he even knows the names. But yes. But you know what? You know what names ring truer to me about football games that are crazy? Bob Stoops. And, you know what I'm saying? Mac Brown. Uh, Mac Brown, bro. <laughs> like, 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 I'm sorry. Urban Meyer, like y'all's hmm. rivalry goes, we going to wash y'all for this amount of time. We going to wash y'all. Texas and Oklahoma got teams of guys that are from the state that claim we play football better than everybody else. Okay. Texas play football better than everybody else. Sure. The, state, the state of sure. Texas plays football. <laughs> say they don't. Say they don't. Sure. Great. Okay. Right. They, they right. do. <laughs> the state. The Listen, state of Texas produces. He is unhinged, bro. Yeah, he is unhinged. You're not going to tell me that a team from Michigan, a bunch hey, of guys that run hey. 05 versus a bunch of guys oh, that run 05 are better the than thing, Texas bro. football players. Listen bro. to this. Like playing against thing, other bro. Texas football players. Then we sprinkle in guys from Florida, Listen California. Okay. All right. Roy Williams. 
Jumped over a man. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, look, we gotta get to the best. What are you man? talking about? Do y'all remember about Ricky Williams ran wild? Cue us up. Cue us up, Chris. Boy, yeah, yeah. What, what am I stepping into, dude? No, I'm no, just no. fucking. Yeah, I'm, everything. Dude, listen, I'm fucking with Russ so much tonight, and Bro, it's great. I'm fucking with Russ so much tonight. It's great. Y'all cannot sit here and tell keep me on. that. Keep it everything, up. everything right. from that rivalry comes from the fucking '80s. Sure. You might as well stay in, Chris. You might as well just stay in. All right, gentlemen, we're uh, we're gonna keep this bet stamp segment nice and tight. Uh, I'm gonna put an asterisk next to our one and two last week because we we forced ourselves. I'm talking one talk preseason shit. game. Yeah. <laughs> so the the results were one and two. The the money line is the only one that won. Was over under. Uh, it was that was over. shit was over, bro. I, I oh, it was, it was, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was sloppy. Yeah, yeah the sloppy preseason games starts back, so I can talk about yeah. shit. Sloppy preseason games can go over. That's yeah, it happens. All right, so for this week, we should have uh, Ooh, a full games. slate. We got we got games for Thursday. We got games for Friday. We got a full oh, slate of of preseason games here, gentlemen. So. No, no guns to your head this week. You can you can pick whatever game you want. I'm gonna have you cycle through. We're gonna look so at so Russ games. actually gets a real selection this week. Yes, <laughs> even though you should have listened to me last week. Oh, you're like yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. We on because yeah, and we can officially start shopping for the best odds. Oh, they got me fucked up in football. I do this football shit. All right, so who wants to go first? Go ahead, right. Russ. You can go first. Um, no, I just I, first first things first. I want to say is fuck Chris because I told you last week to bet the fucking over and let this be a lesson to everybody watching sports sushi. I'm on this football shit. Listen to me, nigga. With that being said, I'm probably gonna be wrong this week, but I'm just saying. You back me into a corner, so this week I'm out of the corner. I'm trying right. to load it up on my computer screen. You're a hindsight me 2020 champion. It's not hindsight because I told you last week don't bet the under in football games because nobody yeah, wants to. Clearly, you weren't confident under. enough to push back. Mm-hmm. I did. You told. I hate you. I hate you. Give me the time codes. Give me the time codes. I'll go get the clip. Bring it out, y'all. I'm gonna find that shit. <laughs> I'm going to. But bring. Look up the. Look up all the games that are coming up. Uh, not the. You know what? Fuck it. Let me see. Um. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the ones you got on screen. Fuck it. What's that tomorrow? Let me get Houston. Let me get Houston with the minus two. Houston with the minus two. Yes, they're gonna have right. a couple more guys out there trying to play to get their jobs. Playing a little bit harder, you know. Preseason's a little bit different. We're gonna lock that in. All right, who wants to go next? Uh, I will go, and I will go, and I will take the. Saints and Chiefs. Saints Chiefs. All right. I think uh what what's the uh move down with by what three? It should be what minus three. Sunday? Yeah, I just saw the Sunday night. Uh Chiefs plus three or New Orleans minus one and a half. I'm right with my team giving you almost one and a half. This is ooh, okay. 
You he probably gonna get that shit because Kansas City ain't got no reason to win. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 I can hear Patrick calling that. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the boogie route. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bills uh, five and a half. That's what I'm gonna do. How the hell are the Bills five and a half underdogs at home? Right, because because y'all are gonna be playing a bunch of bums because y'all already got your team built. You don't Indiana think Indianapolis is gonna play a bunch of bums? That's all they have. Indiana, yeah, but they bums are gonna try harder because they got a chance to get a job. <laughs> like, well, you know, you know, when I look at the Bills, like they, all, who's gonna run the ball? Like they just got dogs that are like. You know, Man, James Cook just... ain't gonna get no carries, but like you got Latavius Murray and Damian Harris and some practice squad. Like they're gonna be all right. I think that I'm I think they're gonna y'all, you know along with the fact that 16 plus 21 is more than 33 and a half, Chris. Um, along with that, yeah, I remember the line. Uh, I would tell you when you're picking preseason games, always go with the team that has more guys that are having to fight for their job. Sure. I mean, it's hard though. It's hard to it's hard to to decipher who that is in preseason. I always go with the shittier teams. Whichever yeah. team has the uh, to me, it goes yeah. like this: the good teams have. If your team has a shitty preseason record, you're probably gonna be pretty good in the regular season. If your team kicks ass in the preseason, <laughs> the Bills usually do pretty good in preseason. Yeah, McDermott's a big gutsy hero in the preseason. Yeah, he, oh, he fucking go. calls all the stops in the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, give him the give him the don't be a degenerate spiel. Uh, oh, yeah, all right. Oh, degenerate. We got to talk nice to these people, Chris. You know, more people are watching nowadays. So to everybody out there that may have a problem, may get a problem, may think they may be getting a problem with gambling, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. We don't want to have anybody out there getting their legs broke, shot, stabbed, held up having a jewelry took, having to put things on layaway or having to just give things to people for collateral like babies and things like that. Just extreme things Ooh. happen when it comes to the gambling yeah. game. You give up a lot of things if you need to when it comes to gambling. So we don't want you to do that. So if you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And on top of everything else, don't blame us, bro. You made your own choices. <laughs> pay pay your rent. Pay your rent. All right. So that that sends us to my favorite say, uh, uh, part of the show and yours. The good old either yeah, or. Hey, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, this yeah. either or brought to you by nobody. Yeah, I stole that <laughs> shit from EJ. So we got to get somebody in that shit so we can get that sponsored by somebody. But you know what it is. It's the either or today where, you know me, your favorite. Big 30 Truth takes two players from any sport, offense, defense, special teams. It doesn't matter. Pits them against each other and you guys. Pick the one you want the most. Last year, I got slaughtered for that one. I mean, last week, I got slaughtered for that one. But this week, yeah, you did. Tyron, Tyron Smith, Trent Williams. Hey, man, it's all about living in your L's and getting past them. <laughs> Tyron Smith versus Trent Williams. Which one you got? Let me know if you need the stats already. Because when it comes to offensive linemen, you pretty much want to know how many all pros, how many pro bowls do they have. We got 10 Pro Bowls for Trent Williams, eight for Tyron Smith. We got four all pros for Tyron Smith, and we got three for Trent so, Williams. Which one do you want blocking for your quarterback's blind side? So I'm going to say both of these guys are Hall of Fame offensive yes. tackles. Let's give them their due, their respect. Let's give them, like, they, these guys are bona fide first yeah. ballot Hall of Famers. However, Congrats. 
I got to go with Trent Williams on this one. University of Oklahoma. Th- this dude, in my yeah, opinion, out there. in my <laughs> opinion, he is the best offensive lineman at tackle since Orlando Pace. And it's That's not facts. even close. That's facts. Right? Like, like, and I'm not even capping. Like, even though Michigan, Ohio State, you know, is the best rivalry, I'm going to give Oklahoma a bone on this one. Oh, we line, Trent, we line Trent you. Williams is that guy. But Tyron Smith, he's great. Like, he he is – he does everything right. Like, the dude is – he's amazing. No, he's, he's a robot. He is. I do he's, feel like cyborg. Trent Williams is going to have a longer career. I just feel just the way he. I mean, you y'all y'all see how that you know dude still crazy? moves. He no, is it's, like, but you know it's crazy that you yeah. said that is because when I was looking at this, because I'll let y'all know. Call me, call me a traitor. I'm going Trent Williams. Like y'all got me fucked up. Like I've been watching Trent Williams dog motherfuckers since he was 17 at Oklahoma. And and and, and I'll say this though. Here's the difference to me because I love Tyron Smith. He does his job. He's yeah, an, he's a fucking sure. huge human. But Tyron Smith is like a guy that realizes that he's bigger than you, stronger than you, and can do his job. Trent Williams got that dog. Like, and he's a little more athletic. Like, I believe Trent Williams was the big guy that was out there playing football in the field doing backflips and shit. Like, Trent, when you watch him pull, like, when you watch them do, like, all the 49ers run all that crazy Shanahan run shit, and when you watch him get out in space, you're like, nah, this motherfucker's like, he can probably hoop. Like, Trent Williams looks like he's more of an athlete. I would take Trent Williams. Like, I just think that Trent Williams is, is a fucking animal. Um, yes, if you were to tell me, Russell, you're a Cowboys, yeah, I would trade Tyron Smith for okay. Trent Williams in two fucking seconds. So you want to you want to hear some bad scouting? What's that? Okay, here's a scouting report on Trent Williams coming out in 2010. It says, Trent Williams is a very solid left tackle product. But he has lots of room to improve in the running game, and I don't think he will ever be considered an elite pass rusher. I mean, pass protector in the NFL. Williams is making the move from right to left tackle in 2009. NFL scouts will be monitoring his progress slowly. The official Oklahoma website claims he runs a 40-yard dash in 4.82 seconds. We'll see about that in the combine. They compared this man to Donald Penn. And they were fucking wrong. wrong. This dude, long athletic arms. He can he can set his feet quickly. He can move laterally. The dude can get to the second level. His footwork in college. This is just what I'm thinking. His footwork in college was incredible. Um, you know, he had like short range, like short range explosion. Yeah. His hand placement was really good. I don't know what they were seeing. To give you know this man you know the shit on him like that on and a they, scouting and, report. You know what they saw? And I sent this picture to you guys in the chat whenever I sent it to you. If you look at Tyron Smith's picture, clean cut, no tattoos, nothing at all. You look at Trent Williams' picture, two chains, tats up to his neck, beard. You know what I'm saying? Like he look, he look exactly like someone that somebody would want to talk down on to keep them from coming up. You know who and, wrote and like, that scouting report on him? Who? Some of them white folks from Alabama. I, but but I'm, I'm just convinced. if you look if you look if you listen to Trent Williams, look at Trent Williams. Then look at how they talk about Trent Williams. Yeah. Trent Williams is arguably let's like he's the best football player in the NFL. Let's let's like no no okay no no okay so like 
when you talk about football players, like the best ones are probably going to either be offensive or defensive linemen. Okay. Like in my opinion, you know, I love receivers and all that shit, but no, nah, the motherfuckers they the are important, are, but are, are the, them, them niggas in the trenches are the best quarterbacks. Are, quarterbacks make the most money. Got me fucked up because that's the hardest like, position in NFL. And we can and we can talk about that next week because I want to yeah. get into why y'all hear me say it all the time. I don't give a fuck about your position. The best players deserve the most money. You, you I just do don't care about care. nothing this this week, huh? Bro, it's because. What do you think, Boogie? This nigga, he just, he's just shitting on everything. Okay, all right, no, no, because if you, if you, if you unhinge, if you unhinge, I show everything every week. Look, look, if you, if you, I'm on his shit tonight. If you, if you, if you you unhinge everything, you know what I'm saying, and like Uh stop putting us in these certain roads where it's like the reason why quarterbacks have to be so good is because we've manipulated the game to the point where they have to be that good. If you're talking about just fucking football and just building a team, you don't need fucking Pat Mahomes to win a fucking bowl. Like now in the NFL nowadays, yes, you do need that. Listen to what I'm saying, though. In the NFL nowadays, yes, you do, because they have steered the rules and the way the game is played to that. But the actual game of football, all you need is a defense and a running back and a guy that ain't finna fuck up. And you can yeah, win anything no, you you're want. You're right if you're playing football in the <laughs> 1930s, but it don't work like that no more. <laughs> but that's why I said, excuse me, but that's why I said it's been steered in a direction uh-huh. to where it's like, oh, but that, but I only say that to say that's why I believe the best football players in the trenches still, I don't care about your quarterback because the only reason your quarterback is the best player is because we've steered the sport to make him the best player. If you want to talk about just football – the best players are offensive, defensive line. It's Trip Williams, it's Aaron Donald, it's it's Joey Bosa, and oh, wait, no, which one's in San Francisco, Nick or Joey? Nick is in San Francisco. If Nick Bosa is Nick. It's Nick, Aaron Donald, um, Trent Williams, Fred, uh, my man's Michael Parsons. Bro. Yeah, Michael Parsons. The thank you. I, like he plays for my team. I'm sorry, Micah. Michael Parsons. And then, like, I, I really don't have quarterbacks in that in that elk of like best football players. I go offensive linemen, like now, Quentin here, Nelson. Here, where I throw you a bone, I would say the offensive defensive linemen they're probably the most athletic players. They are the, the most athletic humans in the but fucking I would, world. But I would still say that the quarterback, because what they have to do go through during the week and, and the knowing important. all the all the things like that that's pretty important, man. They're that's the most important. important. Now, there's, but there's a difference. Now, Sterling, we can we can dive in. Like, there's a difference between <laughs> you know what I'm saying. There's a difference between what I'm saying when I say like the best and most important. I will never ever argue that the quarterback is not the most important position on the field. Because if you hear everything I say is, when you have a quarterback that's not as good, his only trait that matters is do you fuck up or not. Because if you're a guy like Trent Dilfer, like he deserves credit because he didn't fuck up. Okay. Like Brad Johnson, I don't fuck up. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm like like I'm not gonna fuck this up. But you know what I'm saying. But no, nah, I mean it's a debate. It's a it's a worthy. Next week we got a topic. Yeah, yeah, it's a worthy debate. Uh, I mean I, yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean I yeah, the t- guys in the trenches are the most athletic people you ever come across. I mean these guys have added weight and they're you know expected Bruh. to do a ton of stuff. Like it's easy for them little. 
185 pound niggas to go catch passes easier, right? When you got 300 pound, I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> big niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, hey, it's just different, man. It's different. No, 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 no. But but you're right, though. But you're right. I just, yeah. I just we think gonna, like uh, we gotta, we gonna have to. Uh, uh, I just want to say this. That's all right, go I ahead, go ahead, because I, I do think that the offensive line and defensive linemen don't offensive linemen for sure. We got to show more offensive love and, cl- and offensive linemen love in closing before we move on. That's why I picked this, bro. The offensive linemen are the most important people on your team. All right. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and bring Chris in. Uh, to kind of talk about his uh, his um, article for uh, the Sports Sushi website, and we will close the show out. So, Chris, I will turn it over to you. So, what do All we right, have, gentlemen? As our first article up on Sports Sushi, I did a little thought exercise. I wanted to figure out a way to kind of quantify. What the fuck is Sean McDermott bringing to my table? <laughs> Ooh, co- I, I, coming out the gate. Rice and beans, rice and beans. I wanted, I, wanted some, <laughs> I wanted something with some meat on the bones that okay. wasn't just me arguing off of the fact I know football better than most of these morons that are arguing back. So here is how I went about going at this and attacking it. There, I, there's, mm-hmm. there's, some, there's some givens in the equation that uh i'm gonna run by each of you guys if you object tell me you object and 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 we'll attack the logic here all right uh sterling you're probably going to be the most reliable on this because a lot of this relies on what i would call drought era givens okay so let's start with the current uh we're solving for mcdermott so he's the unknown in the equation okay uh the two things that 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 i would (laughs) give mcdermott so here's the three comparisons it's roster quarterback and coach the coach is what we're solving for here the roster would we all agree that the bills have an above average roster oh yeah top tier top tier okay sure. tier one team would we would we all agree that allen is currently a tier one quarterback in the league or at least one of the top no, top no, five? Yeah. no we're not gonna i'm not yeah we're not gonna bullshit he yeah. is okay. definitely oh, yeah. top five okay so those things I took as givens, and here's also what I took as givens. Sterling, would you say for the majority of the drought era that the Bills had average rosters? Yeah, average at best. Yeah, they, they had talent. I mean, not at the quarterback position right? and, and not at the coaching position. They had talent the everywhere else besides quarterback, mostly. Yeah. So they had an average roster. They got inferior quarterback play. And would we agree the coaches through the drought area were fucking bottom of the barrel coaches? Oh, for sure. Okay. Mm. So we know what bottom of the barrel coaches and bad quarterbacks get with an average roster over a 17 season sample size. The average win total was six and a half wins, wins per season over that entire period of time. So, I put the baseline of what an average roster should win with shitty quarterback play and shitty coaches at six and a half victories between six and seven wins a season. Does okay. that sound good on everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, sure. I'm with you. Okay. So from that, here's what I did. I took 2019 Josh Allen stats. Not, I didn't cherry pick. I didn't go with his breakout year of 2020. I didn't go with the 2021. I went for the year, year two, that most people still say Josh Allen sucked. And uh, I think I think his year two was extremely underrated. I wrote an article about it at the time. His his second season as a quarterback, when he was still finding his way, 
was better than all but one of Jim Kelly's seasons throughout his entire career. So 2019 Josh Allen, which let's let's say raw, ended up with 3,599 yards, that's rushing and passing, 29 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So how I, I, I quantified these stats and replaced all of the quarterback stats of each one of these seasons was, and you guys tell me if this makes sense, for every touchdown over the quarterback touchdowns produced, and this counts rushing touchdowns and passing touchdowns, I tallied up six points. So if Josh Allen had 29 touchdowns and the entire Bills quarterback room in 2012 had 28 touchdowns, that's that's six points. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then for every 100 yards of production over the entire quarterback room, I, I, I gave three points to the tally. Then for each fewer interceptions than the entire quarterback room had, I gave one point for each of the, each fewer interceptions. Does the, do these numbers totals make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So going off of that, with each season, I then went and, and compared it to the quarterback room. So for season one, 2000, the first year the Bills missed the playoffs, they had 4,360 4, yards total from the quarterback room. So there was zero points given for yardage. Touchdowns, Allen had seven more touchdowns than, than the entire Bills quarterback room. So that was six times seven, 42, and then one less interception, 43 points Josh Allen got in season one. So with that 43 points, and each time I took the tally for the season, I then broke that 43 points up over the closest games within the season to turn as many losses into victories as possible. Are you guys still with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with okay. So off that 43 points, I was able to convert five games into wins. So an eight and eight record turned into a 13 and three record with 2019 Josh Allen. And now projecting this out, we won't go through each season. I'll just kind of blitz through real quick. Uh, 2001, uh, 71 points above the quarterback room. He turned, he went from a three and 13 season to an 11 and five season, extra eight wins season three, 24 points, turned three games and an extra three wins season four, then extra nine wins season five, an extra seven wins and on and on it goes, uh, throughout the entire course of the drought era. And I even factored in, just for shits and giggles, and an extra dig at McDermott, because I, I, I literally gave McDermott every advantage I could in this little test. <laughs> you hate this guy. You so this I, guy. I even gave him his precious 2017 season when he broke the playoff drought by backing into the playoffs with his 9-7 and seven season. So that fluffed his average up over the drought era with, with some extra victories there. And mm-hmm. the end result was 101 wins added over the course of 18 seasons or five and a half victories per season it is the Josh Allen effect. So what we end up with is six and a half is our baseline from the shitty, t- the, the, the shitty coach, shitty quarterback, average roster, plus five and a half is the average amount of wins a 2019 Josh Allen brings to the table, giving you about 12 wins per season with Josh Allen and any bunch of fucking assholes you can scrap together to throw out on the field with them. And now, what are we getting? I, with... love, the, I love the way you use fucking math to shit on Sean McDermott. I'm now, sorry. What, that was fucking so beautiful. What are we getting oh, with a elite Josh Allen, superior to the 2019 Josh Allen, an elite roster, 
Oh, and an extra game per season because this asshole now gets the benefit of an extra game per season. How many how many wins are the Bills averaging above that 12 win total that fucking you get with Josh Allen and any scarecrow as the coach? Under Sean McDermott's four seasons outside of his precious nine and seven season. So from 2020 to 2023, he averages 11.75 wins per season. So Sean McDermott equates out to a half game per season less than you would get with Josh Allen and a bunch of bumps. Bro. Yo, I thought Chris was going to come in this bitch with graphs and shit like that and pie charts, Bro. but this is and even he- better. Any flaws in the logic, gentlemen? No. Yeah, no, we follow it. No, I'm just like, speak your mind. But if you run into Sean McDermott, you better ready to throw hands. Every tangible is working. Sean McDermott is going to hate Tangibles are all working in his favor, and he's still holding his team back by a half a game or more. And guess what that half a game is? It's probably the playoff game every fucking year. Damn. Sir, so, this is your this is you, yeah, Sterling. Yeah, if, I'm I'm cowboy country. So you if got you it. want to if you want to see the stats and figures, you want to double check my math, you want to go through it. The article's up on sportsushi.com. It's our first of our weekly ar- articles, and this is where I'm going to put you three assholes on the spot. Who's doing the article next week? What's it going to be on? I can't even. I, I couldn't even tell you what it's going to be on. But if you wanted me to do an article, I'll do an article. I'm, I'll I'm, do an article, but it's I don't care. We can all three do one. An article. I'll get you an article. I'll get you an article by three o'clock. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like you do an article. All three of us do. But no. Look, but um, it's. I, uh, I just somebody jump on it for this week. Then the I'll get on it. What it's always right. going to be is it's going to be a goddamn introduction about shit that I like that you're going to read about. All right. There we go. That, could, that's fine. You, hey, if you want your first article to be 700 words of braggadocious uh, MMA undefeated picks, so well, I'm, I'm gonna let the people know this. I'm gonna talk to Chris, and I'll probably put something else up there. It may not be the top one because it may not be going up there. But you know, I'm, I'm gonna put something out there. You know what I'm saying? It may be something about fantasy football, maybe. I, I bet. So when we well, close out the show, Russ, I do have I have your picture if you want to uh, plug the tournament hit real it. quick. Hit it! Hit it! Hit it! But does anyone know when it pops up? Uh, it popped up. For those who don't know, but those who want to find out, you already know. I help commission a league. It's called the Couch Potato Gaming League. It is the best esports gaming league that you could be a part of, in my humble opinion. Um, but if you want to join us for the kickoff of Madden tournament, we are going to have a kickoff of Madden tournament. It's going to be on Xbox. It's going to be on PS5. It's going to be on Xbox and PS5. Look at the details. Hit me up, Big Thirty. The T H A T R U T H. That's big. That is true. Hit me up on IG. DM me if you own the Madden and you really got skills. Let me know something. I could probably work it out where you can get up in this money tournaments, win money, top prize, probably something around like five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? It could be more than that. Love you. If she cries on camera, don't trust her. All right. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna close the show out here. You- if you was tuned in and you was, uh, you know, tuned in on, uh, what is it? Um, Rumble, Rumble, YouTube, YouTube Twitch, Twitter, uh, Twitch, Twitter, all that good stuff. Please hit the bell, like, and subscribe. If you are also uh, looking to uh, follow us on social media, you can look down here at the bottom and follow us on social media. If you're listening now, you cannot see and you would like to follow the show. You can follow us on uh, Twitter at Sports Sushi, all one word, on Instagram, threads, sports underscore sushi. And we are all on 
um, social media as well. If you would like to follow us individually, you can follow us here. Mine's DJ Slow Boogie with the I need not the Y. Big 30 uh, the Truth. That's big. 3-O-T-H-A-T-R-U-T-H. All right, Sterling, where can they find you at? Hey, uh, at Furrow Sterling on Twitter. And then, you know, on on uh, on the TikTok is Stilo.Huncho. I'm at 10,000. 10,000. And Chris don't want you to follow him, so don't follow Chris. So, <laughs> so um, please tune in next week. We will continue our conversation. Sure. Should the best player on the field, regardless of position, get paid the big bucks? We will continue that next week. This was so good this week. So, if you like it twice. We're going to bring it back for your bitch ass again. All right. So, peace. Tune in. Russ, what you got to tell the people in closing? I already said it once. I'll say it again. If she cries in videos, don't trust her. Oh, you no. did give that to us. I'm you just did. saying, you can take these nuggets or not. <laughs>